Yes, 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 yes. We're back. It's your boy DJ J-Ro. Yo, I'm Protexter. You are listening to the Hot Conversation. We are Shout here. Shout out Lone Star. We are here with our producer Morgan <laughs> Davis from Overload.com. We are here with John Valley, yes, uh, yes, music yes. video director, currently living and working in Austin, Texas. And uh, you are listening to the Hot Conversation, aka THC, where our goal is to talk to someone doing cool, interesting stuff. Different we shit. often have a bias towards hip hop. It is true. Um, today we have John Valley, who's directed a good deal of music videos. We're going to get into that. Yeah. John, say hello. Hi, I'm John. And uh, <laughs> we're going to have a good time tonight. We are sipping on some Lone Stars. Yes, yes. We're going to yes. have an open conversation. Open conversation. Jero, what's on your mind, man? What's on my mind? Uh, I don't know. I'm just really high, like always. All right. Uh, Fair enough. Really excited about this news that we got coming up. Yeah, uh, we got no. a big. Maybe the, by the time this airs, this airs, we really should know, and we'll edit it out if not. So the oh, next, well. uh, if you hear five minutes of silence after this, that's what happened. <laughs> got cut uh, but yeah, we are we are starting to do this uh, this program yes. uh, in a talk show format Man. at uh, the Alamo Mueller at the Barrel of Fun venue, uh, which is just opening up. Draft house. Very very cool. I'm. We're both. We're all really excited about it. We're all stuck. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, we're gonna be able to take this to the stage. It's gonna be a PG thirteen version of this show. Don't worry, you can still get your fuck words here. Um, <laughs> but we're going to. Uh, we'll, we're gonna keep this going. It's not gonna replace it, but uh, we'll it's gonna be an expansion. Going. So. Uh, we are very excited about that. I believe by the time this airs, we are totally in the clear yes, to announce that. we should be. Um, so yeah, uh, we don't know who our first guest is yet. Maybe by the time you hear this, we will. That's Hopefully. the joy of uh, being you right now, is uh, information being in different places at once. It's just yes. really an, an adventure you get to go on. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be doing this uh, live on stage. We're going to have video segments. We're going to... Um, be doing the whole shebang like a real like a real grown-up talk show that you might see with your parents when you're home uh, <laughs> yes. and they have the, the television on we're gonna be the next jimmy kimmel that's right david letterman p-tech and j-row yes the hot conversation that's what it is <laughs> yes. dot com yep, p-tech and j-row yes the hot conversation dot com <laughs> <laughs> visit us for I'm updates dope. i like that Yes. Um, dope. So, uh, what do we, you want to start off with some music yes. today? We'll start off with some more music. All right, I mean? cool. Uh, what do you got queued up for us? Uh, we'll quick, just put a quick one. Uh, everybody out there, if y'all listening, man, if y'all got some hot music, you know, I mean, you're from Austin, from San Antonio, Laredo, wherever you're from, if it's local, no matter what it is, hip hop, R&B, reggae, rock, punk, whatever you got, send me the music. Uh, JRO.ATXDJ at gmail.com. You know what I mean? You want your music played and you want your music heard. Holla at me, you know what I'm saying? Write that down. You can pause this. J-R-O dot A-T-X-D-J at gmail. Gmail.com. It's a good name. Send some some darn music. Yes, yes, yes. So we're going to go ahead and get it popping with uh, some and more. Dope. So Uh, they just put out a new album. I guess by the time this airs, we'll be about a month and a half old, Uh, but their new album's awesome. Yes, it is. Do you you know Ann Moore, John? I don't, know. So Ann Moore is these two guys, Square and No One Important, spelled N-O-1. M P O R T whatever however you finish spelling that word, uh, you know you have spell check. Uh, it won't work on his Shout name because it has the number one in the middle of it. But um, square no one important. They're first of all they're like they're really cool people. They're making they're just making really cool. Um, we will. They're making fun it's fun. It's existential. Yes. Uh, they their topics are interesting. Their raps are super technical super and melodic. Technical. And the beats are really spacey yes. and uh, kind of like sci-fi post-trap, if I want to call it that. Yeah. But they're really That's cool. Um, and uh, yeah, we AMX, which is one of the presenters of this program, 
I think I forgot to say shout out on the last episode. I forgot this, yeah, but we got this program is presented by Austin Mike Exchange, the lead DJs, and Overload.com. Yes, yes, yes. And AMX does sometimes we do local album premieres from artists. We just did theirs. They knocked it out of the park. So what track you got queued up from? I got the Prime Directive. Okay, is that from the new one? Existence is futile. Yes, it is. Sweet. Shout out over to put me on that one too. But and then we're also gonna play another homie out of the Die Slow Camp. The right. Clover. Uh, the track's Clover called Williams. Bands. Yes, Clover Williams. Shout out. So, the track's called Bands. And uh, yeah, you already know how we do it. It's the do Hot it. Conversation. You are listening to THC. Official BJs. I am the one in Square. You will be assimilated. Existence is futile. Your life as it has been, is over. From this time forward, you will service. Gotta get more. 
get it straight from the source. Plugged up like a cord. We taking the dub, you taking the L. You look like a horse on a chessboard. We ain't got nothing to lose. You see that we do what we choose. Overseas on a cruise, smoking on Cubans, but we ain't can't cook. I'm flying the sky like a witch on a broom. The hat on my head, complimenting the shoe. I'm sagging my truths, I show fruity long. Man, I'm so thought I don't know what to do. The show is so bad, we can't fit in the room. But still, I'm on stage and I'm rapping the tunes. I'm married the streets and you know I'm the groom. Keep it so gangster without the tattoos. But still, I'm a fool and I break all the rules. I may take your girl and I make her my boo. Ooh. And she brought her the group. She want me to smash, but I'm playing it cool. Uh, as soon as I jumped off the porch, I was ready. I hit up my plug on the celly. Whatever you want, I can get it. I sell it as long as the waiters were heavy. I used to break them down and bleed them. All day we was eating. Just me and my amigos. We stack the bands like the Beatles. We stack it, we stack it, we stacking them bands. We stack it, we stacking them bands. We stack it, we stack it, we stacking them bands. Stacking bands like the Beatles. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. Every day I bet, yeah. Still in the streets with that fever. I got the buzz. Hustle until I start reaching that temperature. I've been waiting for a whole minute. All I know, get up and go get it. All I want is my family with me. Try and make it where I'm supposed to be. Smoking flowers, no potpourri. Running shit, but they watch it close. Keep them bands like rock and roll. I just do what I'm supposed to do. Pop, spin it, go get it. So all I know is go get it. Got the brick and started flipping. Some bloody, some crippin', I'm pippin'. Listen, little nigga, I'm about my business. If the packs ain't flippin', then I'ma come get them. Block is hot, but I'm out here shippin'. Mom's upstairs, sleep, so I'm in the kitchen. Whippin', famous for chicken like Fridgies. Had too many nights running off 50. Then I'm at the plugs, homie. Now I'm the plug, homie. Hit Clearwater Beach in Florida and cop the nice crib off drug money. Don't call me if you ain't coppin'. Strap the fuck up, try and stop me. One. As soon as I jumped up the porch, I was ready. I hit up my plug on the celly. Whatever you want, I can get it. I sell it as long as the waiters were heavy. All day we was eating. Just me and my amigos. We stack the bands like the Beatles. We stack it, we stack it, we stacking them bands. We stack it, we stacking them bands. We stack it, we stack it, we stacking them bands. Stacking bands like the Beatles. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. Stack it up to stack more. Now it's time to play puzzle. Don't show no remorse. Cause they ain't never ever love you. Let them know off the muscle. Niggas know I don't trust you. Tell them hoes I can't touch you. Hell no, nah, I can't cuddle. That pillow talking is overrated. I know I'm dope, but too dope to say it. My walls up and these hoes they hate it. Can't tell my secrets, I'm going places. My essay, he on parole crazy in the trap house about for the babies. All bagged up, about to stack up and act up. Ain't motivated. I'm so for real, but they don't debate it. I'm not a killer, I correlate it. This life of me smoked a lot of haze just to find out. I had to know the basis. Turn the other cheek, what the fuck is that? If you're deep and dope, then I love the match. When it come and goes, I keep it coming back. We don't show no hate, cause that's enough of that. As soon as I jumped up the porch, I was ready. Y'all hit up my plug on the celly. Whatever you want, I can get it. I sell it as long as the waiters were heavy. Used to break them down and bleed them. All day we was eating. Just me and my amigo. Stack the bands like the Beatles. We stack it, we stack it, we stacking them bands. We stack it, we stacking them bands. We stack it, we stack it, we stacking them bands. Stacking bands like the Beatles. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. We stack it, we stack it, we stack it. Yes, 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 yo, yes, yo. we're back. We are back from Shout the break. Uh, I am your host, Protexter, along with my host. DJ JJ Rowe. What did we just listen to? 
we first listened to uh, yeah. and more. Oh, and more the perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty the, right now. The annoyed voice of our <laughs> producer Morgan Davis. <laughs> Morgan Davis. Shout Thank out you. Overload. That's right. And then uh, we had the homie Clover, uh, part of the Die Slow squad. I just realized the homie uh, Dominican J's on there. Dominican J was yes. a feature on that song. Yes, he was. I Shout did. out that dude. Yes, yes, yes. League shit. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Shout he's out. a really, really cool guy. Good, uh, constant hustler. <laughs> so our guest today is John Valley. Johnson. Johnson Valley. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, t- I knew I was gonna fuck up your name. It's so hard to pronounce. Um, so John is mm. a or Mr. Valley. I'm sorry. Is a uh, <laughs> Is a Senior music video Valley. director. The, Senior Vallejo. Something about something about this I'm going to throw out right away is that John and I went to film school at the University of Iowa at the same time. Yes. And uh, yeah, we've worked fantastic. together since. But one conversation we've had is why were why were our heads so up our asses in film school where I didn't work with anybody because it's a it's a really good team up. But so you've been in Austin now how many years? Seven years seven in years? August. So it's, what is that? Seven and a half years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like. Um, is that six months ago? August. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think so. Like on the dot. No. Okay. Close though. So seven, seven and a half ish years. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, that's almost a decade. That's so a yeah, um, it's five months. It's five months says, says Morgan again, uh, ruining the show. But uh, <laughs> um, garbage. So so yeah, John and I went to film school together. Um, he lately has been producing a lot of very acclaimed music videos. Um, I'm serious. You have a claim. You laugh because you're humble. I get it. But I know that I've seen you talked about. You've gotten you've gotten a lot of recognition for it. And um, a giant dog, sweet spirit, are a couple of the videos that have gotten uh, I think the most number of views that you've done. Yeah. Um, you did a video for me that's not out yet and probably won't be out by the time you hear it's this. A dope ass video. Thank you, Jero. Super good. Um, I think it's super good, and I didn't. John directed it, so I can say that and still feel humble. Whereas you just sound like an asshole just then. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. No, no, no. I'm joking. It's. I mean, obviously, I'm joking. Let's <laughs> yeah, not go through this whole program just announcing kidding. when we're joking. Um, yeah, thank you. So, John. Uh, um, so yeah, you've you've uh, done a lot of videos in town. This last week, you said um, you ended up doing three. Yeah, I worked on three. It was uh, so Sweet Spirit and Giant Dog have new albums coming out this year, and they had a, a window of time between tours to bang out a couple videos. And they hired this bud of theirs from L.A. named Ed to direct them. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, Ed, uh, t- t- talent, Ed Sheeran. Uh, and uh, they called me in at the last second to uh, assistant direct. And I don't, I, I think for, I just ended up being a mouthpiece and kind of babysitting a lot. And okay. I, I, I want to like send emails to everybody to apologize that I didn't actually do true AD work. So what, what do you mean when you say you didn't do true? Because I mean... People listening to this might not know what that means. What do, uh, what do you mean when you say you didn't do true AD? Assistant director is AD. What, what do you mean? I mean, like, I was, I was like cleaning up trash a lot of times, or I PA was PA work. PA work. I was okay. doing a lot of PA work, which needed to be done, and I think was appreciated for sure. But there were some class acts on set that they hired that I look up to and wanted to, um, you know, do do right by them. And okay. so I know they're listening right now. 
<laughs> Taylor Washington, I respect you. Taylor Washington shot two of them. He's a really, okay. really good DP. Um, and he shoots for a bunch of people around town. He shot for a good buddy of mine named Ben Blanchard. Um, he a director. He an actor. He's good. Um, anyway, so Hashtag I do the, triple threat. Triple. 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 So I do these three videos, and it just burnt the fuck out of me. I think it was roughly 87 hours in seven days that wow. I logged. And uh, I just came off of it. So I'm pretty... Yeah, and it was a very it was a strange kind of existential experience for me because I've directed four videos for those bands and to come in as like with no creative like input was was strange to sit there and watch. Um it's probably weird observe. going from being like the vision the visionary behind ask about that. Well, yeah, because like one of the band uh, videos we just watched before we started recording, baby when I close my eyes, the puppet video. Mm-hmm. Um it must be weird going from being the person coming up with those concepts and being How kind of the visionary like, what, to what, be what, what uh, you a workhorse. Like, workhorse. Yeah. yeah. When I was watching the video. I didn't know. I'm not gonna lie. I just watched it for the first time, so I really looked. What? What? Well, what as someone who just watched for? it for the first time, what did what did you? I liked it. What did you, you know what I mean? I, it's out the box. It's something out the box. It's not your typical beat roll type stuff, or you know what I mean. It, the puppets, you know what I mean? It's if a you puppet really, video, y'all. It's a puppet video. So know if you want to pause this and watch it, uh, Baby, When I Close My Eyes. By Sweet Spirit. By Sweet, Sweet Spirit. Spirit. I'll put it in the production notes. So Thank cool. you. Uh, NPR turned it down. They actually wrote us back. But they turned it down because they said that they had received too many puppet videos that week. And that's a thing. <laughs> that's really a thing. Like I go to film festivals and I'll have, have some piece of work and then I'll see, you know, a dozen other videos that have... We'll have yeah so, some weird thing that I did like when we did uh, my girlfriend sitting right behind me uh, we went to the Marfa Film Festival er I love Marfa no no it was the it was the awesome music video film festival and I did this video for the Blind Pets where this uh, woman wears this kind of Wiccan style bunny mask and for some fucking reason there were all of these videos that had bunny masks in them and bunny characters weird and like. All of these videos were made over the course of the summer over and Easter potentially weekend. coming off of Easter, the Easter vibe. <laughs> <Sorry>. Yes. <laughs> so Sorry. Jesus uh, yeah. uh, re-entered their Jesus Bunny re-entered or entered their consciousness when they were coming up with their ideas. I mean, I, I think there's something to be said for that collective consciousness and ideas. Yeah, it's real, it's man. It's crazy when it's so specific. It's totally real. Yeah, I think it is. I, like, I also do. Yeah, these wants... festivals aren't huge, and and so. For, for you to find that across the board is pretty strange, I think. Yeah. Remember once I was working at a video store in Iowa City where John lived. Um, Iowa City, by the way, great city. Uh, relevant. Shout out to Iowa. Uh, <laughs> Iowa's not so boring. It's really not. Um, but Iowa City, I worked at a video store. And uh, I remember one day, uh, it was a very slow day. I was not playing a movie. I was trying to study. Was it That's for Entertainment? It was That's for Entertainment. That's you right. worked there? Yeah, I worked there for four years. Oh, I still have my That's for Entertainment uh, Good for you. card. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a great place. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would change out my staff picks off and I got in trouble for wasting the staff picks cards. <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved it there. Um, God damn it, you made me lose my train of Fuck, thought. Sorry. No, you didn't. Um, no, I'm on top of this. Look, I'm Iowa a professional. City. We were in the store. It was a slow day, and I was studying, so I wasn't playing a movie. Because you know, like video stores like five TVs up, and they're all playing the same feed. See? Um, it's the same city. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> basically, I was trying to study. 
So I had it quiet. No one was in the store. There were, that's a lie. Two people were in the store, <laughs> which is like no one because it was, uh, it should have been busy. Anyway, point is. Me and j Complete silence. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Morgan. That's how we met. None of, no one knew each other. Shyamalan. Um, <laughs> yeah, just twisted you up in like a pretzel. Um, split. 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 I haven't seen Split. Was Split good? Do you know what happens? No, don't uh, tell me. I'm, oh God, I I would so not do that. So is it good? Because I heard mixed. I heard somebody tell me it wasn't that good. It was a little. I'm okay. So I brought in a receipt from because uh, Adam <laughs> Adam told me, me Adam told me right before I came in that, that that you aren't going to ask me the stock questions, and so I got really nervous and I started writing down. Did topics. you really? I did. Yeah, but I only got I only got through two. What did you write down? <laughs> it was Buffy. Oh, yeah, I almost wrote Buffy down, too. The Simpsons, and then this 10-week abortion card. Okay. But we'll Wait, talk about that later. I need to finish my story real quick That's before what I'm saying. I'm way off write, the rails. I'm going to write down... It's 20 seconds max. Fuck, what it, Yeah, finish what you're saying. Split. Okay, so I'm going to write split, that down. Write down so split. We'll get back to now, it. Now, finish your story. Here's a story about collective consciousness. Um, empty video store, two people in it. They are both circling, never in the same aisle. Pretty big video store, never in the same aisle. Always in separate sections. One woman of about 23, one man of about 30. Um, <laughs> well, I'm serious. I remember this because it was weird as hell. They're walking around each other. They both rented the uh, Ashley Judd romantic comedy, Someone Like You. But they rented it. Jossie like They rented it. <laughs> 15 minutes apart. They were the only two people in the store for an hour. They both browsed forever. They came upon that video um, I at separate know. times, not at the same time, never exchanged a word. And it was this weird thing where I thought at the time, like, how do these people both choose the most random film except that they're the only two people in a completely uh, silent environment? Maybe they accidentally shared that thought. Yeah. And I, I don't... I. I'm not, I don't think that is wacky. I think that's might be proven by science at some point in the near future. I believe that, yeah. I'm not like a, I, I believe in, I, I'd like to have like God come to me and tell me that he's real, but Wouldn't I Wouldn't we all? I believe in not like me, that's scary. dirt and the, uh, I don't <laughs> So you don't think you, I, don't, I think you underestimate Giant, the existential 50, shock and breakdown you'd have if you met God tomorrow. 50 foot white dude with a beard coming yeah. down there and like, yo, what's up? Oh, he's white, huh? Is that, is that how you feel? Yeah, uh, duh, doesn't everybody know that? <laughs> Jesus and God are white and the devil is uh, red or some, some color. Bright red. Yeah, he's, he's he's colored. Horns and... The devil is forever going to be the South Park devil to me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good devil. I think of the legend devil when I think oh, of that. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's yeah. Good. yeah. Um, that's almost that... too it's too simplified of a devil. I don't like my devil to be just pure evil. I like my devil to be like the other side of the story devil, you know? Like scratch like from the Sure, uh, I don't know what that means, the, but yes. Devil and the uh, the devil and Daniel Webster. Oh yeah, okay. Well, I knew what that meant. Yeah. <laughs> great great <laughs> uh, reference. Yeah, Al Pacino, the devil's advocate. Al Pacino, yeah. the devil's advocate. I love that one. He's kind of evil in that, but no, he's not evil. No, he's not entirely evil. Yeah, it's just the other side of human nature. Yeah, he's the... like trying to convince him that, like, basically, like God is kind of like a has a stick up his ass. And yeah. So like, I Al Pacino. Love, is I love like that the, story. Yeah. My favorite yeah. interpretation of the Gospel of Judas is that 
Judas did it because Jesus asked him to because he was the only one he trusted well enough. I like that way more than him just yes. being a bad dude. It's yes. way more interesting. Absolutely. And by the way, you said Buffy. We'll get back to that. Speaking of amazing <laughs> character writing on par with uh, the Bible. We're trigger word for Adam. Yeah, yeah I know. That's Which, why by I the way, no, 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 because by the time this airs, we'll be just like two weeks past the uh, actual 20th anniversary of the premiere of Buffy. Oh my God. <laughs> I know this because I scheduled a post on my official Protexter page you to celebrate it. Um, so, sad. so okay, yeah, please do. So you like Buffy? Yeah. Joss likes. Buffy. Of course she does. <laughs> um, so split. You want to talk about split? I just want to say, just can I have the floor for a minute here and just say that I, like, as a kid who fucking loved M Night, Sh- like when I was thirteen and fourteen, I thought he was, like, that was a huge part of my filmmaking, like. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, what was your favorite though? Six Sense or uh, Unbreakable? Unbreakable. It's the best movie. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it was Unbreakable. Yeah. It was. It was I Unbreakable. Really great. Watched and they're making a sequel. Movie. You haven't seen Unbreakable, Jerry? I've seen it, but I've never actually Sorry. sat down and watched my bad. Oh, no, no, no. Like, my understanding it was really based off of a Marvel yeah. comic book character type. It's like, it like yeah. jump started the like dark superhero origins. Yeah. yeah. It, you know I mean? it does it. not get credit so for it. Bits and pieces, but my apologies. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, I, I, let me give it the floor. So, <laughs> like, you should edit this out if this like dawns upon you, but like, we should just move on now. Now that you've like <laughs> said some things. Like, because there's some like meta shit with Split. Oh, okay. no, no. It'll be out long enough. Just go for it. Like, don't spoil Split. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just saying, if, if you. So if there was ever a point where you had not like the, the there's everybody has their breaking point where they gave up on Shyamalan. Uh-huh. If you can remember when you, before that time, it's kind of like like a pre nine eleven world, like pre pre the pre, village. Pre <laughs> see for Morgan, it's the village. See, mine is Lady in the Water. I loved the village. I was into the village too. High five. Hey, which is I the love one the, the village. Wind was blowing and killing people. Uh, that's the happening. The happening. Which <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Did you ever see that poster? I it, man. That's like the post Shyamalan Shyamalan. Yes. Somebody, <laughs> I don't know how it was done, but somebody like, and it was a, one of the best memes I ever saw. They took the poster in a New York subway and somehow blacked out the letters to, so that it just said perfectly the penis. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan's the penis. And I've never been able to figure out how they did, how they like, like that movie's the probably way scarier. Yeah. Some alternative universe, all, yes. all alternative universe, yes. like a hot how topic did, universe. How did you last all the way to Lady in the Water? M. Night Shyamalan's the penis. And in that universe, in that universe, people are like, you know what? I, you know, he said it was a dark comedy later, yeah, but I think good. M. Night Shyamalan's The Lady Penis the was just really? a bad movie. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna okay, lie. so J-Ro liked Lady in the Water. I, well, hold on. Let me, let me. I like, I like the way his direction goes with his movies. I never understood his fucking movies, but I like You know his children it. wrote Lady in the Water. I never understood his fucking right? movies, really? but I like Yeah. He let his kids write Lady in the Water. I he goes all over the place. No, but really? Yes. I didn't know Look that. it up. I know that it's based off the story that he used to tell his kids. Like well, he had them like interact with him. Like, he played he, like, a game of telephone with his kids, oh where when they were God. three, he told them a story, and when they were eight, he asked them to tell him that story back, and that became the movie. Anyway, in the water. I made that up. So okay, <laughs> that's pretty much right, though. <laughs> so wherever you you fall on that spectrum of where like like when when did you give up on Shamalama Ding Dong? Uh, if you if you can remember loving him, go see Split because it will like bring you back to that because he he's like at an age or he's he's 
Like he's aware of his fuck ups. If you mm-hmm. listen to it, like recent era uh, interviews, like he's smart enough that he has to. He be. totally gets it. He's not a dummy. He's like, mm-hmm. I know, I know that people hate these movies, and here's why. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. But, I just like that, like that Devil in an Elevator movie. Devil like resurrected his career, which yes. is really strange to me. And they marketed Wait, I it. I haven't seen Devil. So like they marketed kind of cool it without idea. anyone knowing that, that it was execution. him. Poor execution. I saw his like, name in the trailer. Like you probably saw the later one, but when they oh, first maybe. marketed it, they were like, "We're they not going to let anyone know him. that it's him." Because Air Airbender, Airbender's like, terrible. It Airbnb flopped. was terrible. Yes, yeah, Airbnb. It's a bad movie. Yes, I liked it. Oh my god! <laughs> well, that's your break. So we all have a different Shyamalan. When Morgan's <laughs> Morgan's is, uh, well, we be, the village. I like the village. John and I share I like Lady the in the Water, except that uh, Fred oh, Rodriguez working out one side of his body. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, great. I've never uh, seen that before. Uh, yeah, I've like never seen that before, and I love Freddie Rodriguez, man. I just watched Six Feet Under last year for the He's first so time. He's so good in that. Oh, my God, Rico. Rico, Why Rico. did you do it, Rico? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> for those who know, you know. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to talk about, John? Um, you want to go to some music? Yeah, you want to do some music? Let's do some music and come back, sure. We'll come back. I feel like Split really exhausted us. Yeah, (laughs) Jesus. That's kind of it for me. M. Shyamalan exhausted us. Go see Split Uh, if you liked M. Night Shyamalan at a time. Watch Unbreakable. Unbreakable is so fun. Unbreakable is my favorite. Unbreakable, and I'm going to go watch uh, Split. I, yeah, not tonight. But that's all you need. Yeah, it, that's if you yeah. if you haven't seen Unbreakable, like that's probably the best one to see. Like in my opinion, that's his best. Like in the before he sucked, and so go see that. But if and it's then best before he sucked, it means it's it's his best. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yes, good call. So see that, and then go see Split. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. For reasons. I, I, you know, I mean. Me and the wife, we were like, oh, let's watch the split. And I looked at us like, I heard it wasn't good. Yeah. And she's like, really? I, I heard like, it was. Plus, so, I like me some it James got, Yeah, it it's, got good reviews. I think it's really yeah. fucking good. It okay. did pretty and well. And it looks great. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm going to make sure I watch that. He, Less he than five does, million, I think. Shoot or ten million. Very, or even his shitty ideas are nice to look at. Yeah. 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 He has a good eye. Good eye. That's right. You heard it here first, guys. Yes. He makes them films. <laughs> <laughs> well, right we're going to go ahead and uh, get into some music. We're going to go ahead and start off with uh, Triplets. Uh, the song's called Check, Please. Uh, Morgan was telling me a little story about her. She's, you know, from overseas. and She's she's not... I don't know where she's from. Okay, okay. But... Well, my bad. I'm, she's here from Austin. And she's she's... A land of mystery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you'll hear. Called... Yeah. <laughs> And then we're going to go ahead and get to some Curbside Jones. The track's called Sheep. <coughs> Curbside Sheep awesome. season. Yes, yes, season. There we go. And then uh, we'll go ahead and be back with uh, P-Tech and the homie John Valley. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this one. So, but yeah, we'll be back. This is your homeboy, DJ j creative. League DJs. I am pro-texter representing, uh, I guess, myself and Austin Mike Exchange. Uh, Morgan Davis, producer from Overload.com. Our guest is John Valley. Now listen to this music.
call take out Catch me on the corner, babe That we can make out Don't think you're ready for this physical take out Catch me on the corner, boy That we can make out Shades of what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about. What I'm talking about. What I'm talking about. We gotta shift 
change the paradigm Don't give two cents of time to pantomime Just a vision to paradigm For those who trying to stable minds Had a homie pass before he hit 18 So we gotta do this right here For all my kings and my queens That's what I'm talking about Talking about But the story didn't end there, and so we didn't stop there. We have prepared a sequel, and it's called... <laughs> yo, 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 what did we just hear? Yes, we're back. Uh, we started off with... Uh, triplets. The triplets. Well, no, not the triplets. It's called triplets. The track's called Check, Please. And then uh, we did some Curbside Jones. The track's called... Uh, Sheep season. There you go, sheep season. Love me some curbside, man. Yes, Actually, yes. I was just on Facebook during the break reading. Uh, uh, CM- oh, shout, shout out Lone Star. Star. Shout out Lone Star. <laughs> well done. I'm paying attention. I was just <laughs> nice. Give me a sponsorship. He picks shit. up on it. Um, yeah, I just I just saw a meme he he posted that was. Uh, um, anyway, I'm not going to describe a meme on this show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Whoa, and I described one too about the penis, and we talked about it. That's, that was funny, John. Okay. This wouldn't be. All right. <laughs> um, so, John found in my living room a uh, little business card with a picture of a quote unquote aborted fetus, which is definitely a still from a horror movie yes. on one side. It does not look real at all. I don't um, think it does either. If you've ever had a cut, you know this is not real blood in this photo. Um, on the other side, it says, Christ died for your sins. You do not have to murder. That takes up a whole line. It's justified. So murder, ta- not that murder is justified, but the font is justified so that murder takes up the entire line. Christ died for your sins in a box. You do not have to murder your baby to cover them up. Oh, man, that really doesn't hit home for me. But Where'd um, you get that, Adam? I, so where did, I, where did I get it? Unbelievable. Um, I got Whole it Foods. at Whole Foods. So um, Whole Foods. I recently, what? up until recently, I worked at Whole Foods. <laughs> so uh, someone left that on, uh, I, was, I was a cashier, and someone left that on my fellow cashier's desk, and I found it before she did. And uh, thankfully, he was the last customer, so no, nobody found it, no customers or anything. But my first thought was, Jesus Christ, man, like, there are kids here, yes. and also there might be people who've had miscarriages. Like, what the fuck is wrong yes. with you, you know? Like, Or people who had to have an abortion and don't feel awesome about it, because no one really does. F- I mean, I'm not going to speak for how people feel, but I, I think one no. thing we get tied up in this debate is that people think that, like, people are pro-abortion when it's actually like, no, I had to make a really difficult choice that sucked and I wish you wouldn't give me shit about it. Yes, and as um, if it like get like people are thinking, great, now I don't have to use protection. I can just, I can just qu- yeah, quickly that's not, go get it's an abortion. Not, it's like, it becomes no, this like demonized like, yeah, it's not that. It sucks for people. Yes. And it just like, seeing that really bothered me because it's awful. this person clearly thinks they're doing the right thing by educating people, but all they're doing is like, uh, forcing people to possibly remember something sad and put them in a terrible mood. This shit bugs me out. Um, like, or, yeah, or, or or terrify a child. Shit on Abolish Facebook and on, um, social mm-hmm. media like humanabortion.com. Do don't read their website. We'll bleep, bleep, bleep that. I don't, want get, I don't want them to get any traffic for this bullshit. God um, damn it. Like, this but is yeah, just, it's this just so fucking stupid. It man. really, yeah. So anyway, it ended up on my table because I took it out of my apron to show my roommate and, uh, there it sat because I don't clean very well, but 
uh, <laughs> even oh, if it's a picture of a, a terrible, fetus. it's not really an aborted fetus, you guys. It lo- it it definitely looks yeah, staged, was... and uh, no, there's a quarter next to it. There is no world in which a doctor is like, let me that? go ahead and put a quarter down, just so that <laughs> so we can get an idea. It doesn't happen. It's so dumb. Um, yeah, it's just it's just. Like, it's this just is, this, mean. Like this is our like only for the people who have already made up their minds about. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, but it's that same sort of thing of like. Um, so back, uh, going back to making movies. Back when I was in high school, I made a documentary on Westboro, and one thing they told me is we uh, really depend on counter protesters. They so this this action of putting something out there is is not just to them. It's not just preaching to the choir. It's they feel as if they've upset someone or made an opponent. Then they've. See, see, to you and me, that may just be like, oh, you're you're just being mean. You made someone feel bad. But to them, the psychology of it is, I I shook them. I shook them out of their way of thinking. Uh-huh. Like I rattled them, but it was worth it because now maybe they'll see the true morality. Like um, the same way you might say, hey, Trump is a traitor to the U.S. Yeah. And you you might think like, hey, that's hearing the word traitor will surely shake some conservatives because that word has to be a triggering word for them. Um, same same exact psychology. Like you're probably not going to convince people on the internet by calling Trump a traitor that don't already agree with you, right? Um, but you feel like you have to do something, and that's what scares me about this: is that these people they're not trying to be mean. They think they have to do something about this. Yes. You know? Yes. And that that energy could be used for something that would actually help people because this is really just a waste of ink and paper. Yes. Um, do you guys know about the genocidal awareness project? No. So it's this really terrifying group that tries to equate abortion with the Holocaust. And what they do is they roll up on college campuses and they put up these banners or they put up all these pictures of shit like that. And they compare it to like, here's like what the Nazis did to the Jewish people. See, this is, this is why we can't, this is why we can't point at Trump and say, Hey, he's playing from the Hitler playbook because we're the country who cried Nazi. Right. We've Mm -hmm. called everybody a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're so want to be right so hard, we're like, what's the most extreme example? And then when someone actually starts kind of acting like one uh, in a quantifiable way, uh, it's it's absurd to say it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so it's. I think we have gotten to that point, but let's make a little segue here <laughs> on the subject of uh, of women's health rights. Yeah, honestly, we should not be calling this pro choice, pro life. It's just health. For women. It's just healthcare for women. That's all it is. So, um, and by the way, I don't know if you have any stories. You guys have any stories. Colton from Space Camp wanted to talk about how Planned Parenthood has benefited benefited our lives um, personally, and we didn't get to talk about it. So I've kind of been thinking about that because I, I really wanted to. I remember once in high school, I don't know if you guys have a story, but I remember once in high school, uh, I had unprotected sex with my girlfriend. She was the first girl I'd ever slept with. We were madly in love. I, it was not an irresponsible decision, but the condom broke. And it was a Sunday, and she was visiting from... No, uh, the condom didn't break, man. You're right. I'm lying. The condom didn't break. She told me it was okay and then regretted it afterwards. <laughs> oh, my God. We made a terrible decision. Um, I thought I, I thought she was surprising me. She was on birth control. That was not the case. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the the what happened Fucking is man. is uh, a sideline. What essentially 
The point that I'm making is we were fucking freaked out because I was a senior in high school. She was a freshman in college in Chicago. Mm-hmm. She was choice. back for the weekend. It was a nice, Sunday. She had to dude. leave. She had no health care. She had no health care in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. So we called Planned Parenthood because this was before Plan B pill. You could get it yeah. at CVS. Mm-hmm. Yep. This was back before that when Great you had company. to have a prescription for it. So we called Planned Parenthood's emergency line and they sent someone to open up at 7 a.m. on a Sunday before she took her before she had to drive back with her family Whoa. so that we could get a Plan B pill so that we could avoid a pregnancy that would have ruined our lives. Um, and that Whoa. is like that shit is why it pisses me off, man. Because it's like, yeah. yeah, you vilify this entire you vilify just people for being people, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so, a great story. I don't have any stories. like Oh, that. well, it's OK. <laughs> That's a great Win story. Win some, you lose some, I can't man. Say the yeah. same thing about my I mean, I had, I've had, some, I've, had <laughs> I've had CVS. Like, like CVS has saved my ass a few times. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Walgreens. Yeah. Walgreens doesn't do it. Is but it it's just, just I don't understand the argument that do you want all these people to just carry these babies to term when they're just a little zygote and they don't like uh, it? And then you get into the technicalities of timing and whatever, and then the argument spirals out of control. So you end up with a bunch of photographs. Yeah. Like you end this. up with photographs of a <laughs> shitty horror movie. Actually, yes. that's pretty good effect. It is week abortion. Um, but let's let's springboard murdered from conservative, in the first conservative murdered in ne- red letters. Neocon murder should always be written in red letters. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, from from neoconservative uh, people who are <clears throat> taking a quote unquote pro life stance. I don't like that rhetoric, but whatever, it's what we call it. Anti choice. Anti choice. That's better. Thank there you, Morgan. You um, an anti choice stance. <laughs> um, <laughs> We we just wait. I tried to we tried to segue like seven minutes ago. I'm just gonna say this. John's working on something called, and I can say this, right? I think so. Okay, he thinks so. So yes, uh, cruising USA. C R U Z I N apostrophe USA. Am I right? Yes. Like Ted Cruz. Tell us about that. I want to let's you talk now. Yeah. Okay. So it it. Um, so I was looking to do some more narrative work and. I was working at the restaurant that I work at, and uh, I saw a guy uh, who, who looked like Ted Cruz eating and, and, and laughing at, at Blue Dolly. It wasn't Ted Cruz. It could have been. I mean, Ted, Ted Cruz could uh, possibly eat at he, Blue Dolly. Presumably, he eats human food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but I saw it, and I, thought it, and I was having a horrible day, and I was, uh, it was a brunch, uh, which, which, why anybody who having goes a horrible brunches, day at brunch, huh? I just don't fucking get it. We no, like, brunch sucks. please, people <laughs> don't go to brunch because you get bad service. You get, uh, you get food that's made too quick. Uh, mm. it's just not a good deal. And, and if, if, if you need brunch to keep you from blowing your brains out from how horrible your five day week was, you're probably doing something else wrong. And in a brunch at Blue Dahlia. Sorry, Blue Dahlia is uh, good food, good clean, food. Shout out local. Blue Dahlia. Shout out Blue good Dahlia. Food, good people. <laughs> uh, but brunch is just bad. Brunch is bad anywhere. I don't care who the fuck you are. Like, just don't do it. It's bad. It's bad for. Um, it's a bad social move. You know, this is this is going to sound really judgmental and dickish, um, and maybe it is. I don't. I honestly do not know. But part of the reason I felt like I had to quit and commit to making stuff full time is because at my job, I ask people, "How's your day going? How's your day going? What are you doing tonight?" And the response I would always get is. Oh, I'm just tired from work. I'm going to go home, watch some TV, go to bed. And I started just to really yeah. wear on me. Yeah. I was like, man, no one's excited. Suck on a bullet anything. like hard candy. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I just don't want to be around that energy. 
Um, and especially being in a place of customer service to Hell people yeah. like that, it makes you feel even shittier because yeah. you're like, well, damn, your life sounds boring, but what am I like? Just, I'm selling you your food. So I can't even afford Whole Foods. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So I see this guy that looks like Ted Cruz, and I'm I'm miserable in the middle of my day, and I, but it really produces a true laugh out loud moment. And an LOL for our younger listeners. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and it and it had like a really profound effect. Like I had kind of like a rare light bulb, uh, lightning bolt moment where um, I realized that like this whole the Trump business and everything is is like the only thing that kind of gets me through it is just the the madness and the and the craziness and laughing at it. How stupid it is. It's like a Joker mentality. Yeah, I'm like the Joker. Uh, I, I just, in my head. If you if you've read Arkham Asylum, I haven't. I don't, they, I don't in, know. In how to that read. book, they diagnose Joker as being super sane. That is, he understands the world to such a degree that the only logical thing he can do is laugh at it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think that's interesting. It kind of reminds me of what I'm you're super saying. sane. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, I just I can't I can't not laugh at it. it it's it's just unbelievable to me that this happened. Uh, and uh, so anyway. I uh, I had earlier tried to do an impression of Trump, and I I'm not great with impressions, but I can do I can do like an Obama impression. I'm not going to do it. I can do a, a Bush W or W Bush impression. I can you know I can do a handful of impressions, but I just can't do Trump, and I really want to be able to do it's it. Hard and it's all, hard to do well. Yes, he's one of those like a caricature. Everyone mm-hmm. can approximate. Everyone can hit the dartboard, but not everyone. Mm-hmm. Only a few people can bullseye. Right. Because it's that's what happens when something's so broad. Yes. Like you have to nail it. You have to really nail it. And so all all I can do is just kind of a moan, kind of a <laughs> kind of. And I was trying to like find the tone. And as I was doing that, it, it occurred to me that it's like it sounds like Trump with his vocal cords fucked up, like a zombie version of Trump. Potentially a severed head of Trump, <laughs> and and then I so I, I was trying to do it to somebody, one of my coworkers behind the counter, without letting too many customers hear, and it just wasn't working out. And then I see the Ted Cruz guys, and it was like kind of a light bulb moment where all of a sudden I came up with this idea that I later realized was heavily inspired by "Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia" nice. by Sam Peckinpah, one of my favorite Shout films. Out Peckinpah, first me time, too. first time at the Alamo. A really? Weird Wednesday was introduced God, to Sam I Peckinpah. I haven't seen that on thirty-five ever. It was unbelievable. I gotta go see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Alamo. Um, shout out to Bring Sam Peckinpah. Bring me the Peckinpah. head of Alfredo Garcia. Go rent it for my little video. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, which is kind of, uh, oh, I should tell you, that's how I got Terrence Malick to talk to me was via uh, Alfredo Garcia. But that's, Okay, that's cool. let's get back to that in a second. <laughs> so, um, anyway, and I, so I came up with this uh, idea of doing a web series that'd be less than 10 minutes long or so that's uh, based around a post-apocalyptic world. And as I say this out loud, I realize that it's totally like on a bandwagon of sorts. But I'm telling you, the script is pretty good. That's I how think, everything works, though. Yeah, it's, everything it's, is a bandwagon because society's riding waves. But that doesn't mean you can't make the thing that defines that wave. Yeah, well, I well, don't think. Well, I'm what's gonna... the elevator pitch, John? I yeah. don't fucking have an elevator. You have an elevator um, pitch. You gave it to me. Uh, t- Ted, <laughs> Ted Cruz um, fi- uh, re- uh, rediscovers his love for democracy and God by trying to uh, return the severed head of Donald Trump to the White House. <laughs> And all along the way from walking from Texas to Washington, D.C., 
because the it's like the society's broken down. Each episode he runs into, you know, somebody giving an abortion. Right. Uh, he runs into uh, a group of gay people who have like you know sequestered themselves away to kind of like protect themselves from the chaos that has ensued post-apocalyptic. Uh, he runs into uh, Mexicans who hate Trump. He runs into the KKK. Uh, he runs in, in and, and so it's just... It's whites who love Trump. Whites who love Trump. Um, <laughs> boy, I, I mean, this, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm selling it well, but... No, you're selling it well. I think it's a really cool, it's like a cross-country sort of trip with Ted Cruz and the severed head of Donald Trump. It's a road comedy. It yeah. sounds great. What more could you want? Yeah. 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 And I would be playing Ted Cruz. Anyway, I wrote two scripts. And, and I love it. I'm going to audition for funny. Trump. Yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to watch um, some video. I'm going to do what I hate most and watch videos of him. Can speaking. I be the guy that cuts <laughs> Trump's head off? Yeah, you about, you about <laughs> could be. Yeah. That's the first episode is Ted Cruz is like this kind of outlaw. And he's abandoned all of his convictions. And he finds this Mexican who uh, has cut the head off of Donald Trump. And he is walking the head to the Pacific Ocean to th- cast it into the sea to avenge his daughter's murder, who Donald Trump uh, used as a sex slave in the post-apocalyptic world. And uh, uh, Ted Cruz is just trying to like steal this Mexican's uh, resources because he's starving. And he discovers inside of his duff- the Mexican's duffel bag is the severed head of Donald Trump. And he's like, you can't, you can't, you killed the president? Like, what the hell? <laughs> And the Mexican's like, he's not the president. America doesn't exist anymore. You just said that yourself because there's a line Whoa. before that where, where Ted Cruz is like, because the Mexican, awesome. the Mexican recognizes Ted Cruz and he's like, I know who you are. And Ted Cruz is like, fuck you, man. Give me, give me your breakfast tacos. And he's, and, 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 <laughs> it sounds great. And, 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 and he said, he says, America's dead. I say I, that I, every day also. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Give me my breakfast tacos. <laughs> give me your uh, breakfast no, it's not my, it's not give mine, me your breakfast yours. Tacos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't and pay for them. So the Mexican kind of like uh, presents this existential crisis for him where he says, yeah, you, you feel like this is wrong that I've cut the head off of Don, uh, cut Donald Trump's head off, but you just said America's dead. So who cares? It's just another dead body in this wasteland. And Ted Cruz can't wrap his head around it. And he uh, like feels this conviction to return the head of Donald Trump. It sounds like you have uh, I, I want to stop talking about it because I don't want to. I honestly am really intrigued and want to see it. And I don't want to know what happens. It's disgusting. All right. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's keep it at that because I don't want you to. Yeah, I you're excited. This is this is by the way, if you're listening to this, this is John Valley's idea. I don't know what date. This is going to air, but we're recording on on March. Uh, it's past Seventh? midnight right Seventh. now, so it's eight. March eighth. Okay. Yeah, March eighth, uh, two thousand seventeen is his idea. We can back that up if you steal it. We're going to use the full force of this podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very uh, much. I overload that. LLC. That's right. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, do we want to play music or do you? Do you no, play? I. Well, I, I don't want to talk about Buffy, but we can we can always play some music and come back from the break. <laughs> that does you seem like a good signing point. Buffy? I do. Oh. No, I do. Okay. okay. I do. Oh, yeah. You're at 60 right now. We're at 60. So we'll, let's take a music break. We'll come back, close it out with a type five. That's a comedy term. And uh, <laughs> we'll be back with John Valley, y'all. What, what do we have going on? Uh, we're going to start out with a homie, uh, uh, Solis Made, uh, featuring the homie Certified and nice. L. DeVille. 
And then we're going to go ahead and do uh, the homie out of San Antonio, Texas, uh, Ransom Watson. Oh, nice. Uh, the track's called... See y'all, San Antonio. Send in your music. I'm telling you. You know, yeah. blues, Ransom Watson, everybody. So again. Let's go. So we'll be back. Word. Official big DJs. Plan now. I told her to stay down. 
Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? You are listening to The Hot Conversation with DJ J-Ro and Protexter, produced by Overload.com. Our guest tonight is John Valley, music video director, uh, also just director, director. He made a movie, Diary of a Superhero, back when we were in school together. I've made four feature films. Four feature films. Yes. And uh, we just got back from talking about his uh, web series that he's uh, currently in pre-production on, Cruising USA. C. Spelled with a Z. With a Z. It's a, uh, yeah, the play on the (laughs) Nintendo 64 game. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, how excited USA. are you for the Switch, by the way? I know nothing about the Switch, but I, a geek-ass I'm, friend of mine I'm that you might know. completely making fun of it right Josh now. Josh Becker. Josh Becker's a great guy. Josh Becker, a uh, filmmaker who's, who we went to film school with, is now in Minnesota. Uh, shout is, out Lone Star. Shout out Lone Star. Shout uh, out Lone Star. Shout out Switch. <laughs> is uh, into Switch. I saw a Facebook post, so that means that he's into it. That means he's he decided it mattered to him enough to put it on Facebook. Yeah. And that's yeah. a big... That's hard to do. I don't know anything about it. No. I Here's my thing with Switch, is that all the commercials that are marketing it feature a bunch of people playing it as a handheld device in small groups, laughing and looking at each other's screens. People don't play handheld games like that. They play it alone on the train. They play it alone on the bus. They yeah. play it in their bed before they fall asleep. They're not getting together to... Even back in the day when Game Boy first came out, or Tiger Electronics. Yeah, you're not sitting goose, around. You don't sit around in a circle Wait, were you that? just about to reference the Goosebumps game from yes. Tiger Electronics? Yes. I remember were the Goosebumps game. Slappy the Dummy and the Mummy. Do you guys, do you guys remember that <laughs> Zelda game where you had something? to like, plug in all the Game Boys on it? Uh, No. They the one where you had to have like four Game Boys in order to play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah totally. What? See, no one, but no one did it. And Nintendo's no, like, remember no that idea that didn't work in the 90s? Wow. Let's do it again. Um, it's fine. Good for them for innovating, but I just don't stuff. think it's a great idea. That's probably why I'm not um, a virgin. That's right. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Don't dream it's over. Um, hey, we don't have the rights to that, John. Um, now, uh, what were we going to talk about when we came back? Buffy? Well, you want to talk about Buffy. I went, well, you I, wrote it down. So I wrote but down Buffy, and then I wrote uh, backslash binging. And Binge. Okay, uh, let's talk about that. We have about five to ten minutes left, so let's yeah, talk about just, uh, binging. Yeah, binging is a thing that I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I feel like it's my old man, my my first, like, first toe in the, in the pool of mm-hmm. being an old man is... Cool. Ah, I don't know about all this binging bullshit. I kind of agree with you. It's, it's, to be honest, the shows that I like the most, I take the longest to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for instance, uh, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. I really I liked. And oh, I cool. watched it. I made myself watch only one episode a night at most. And that lasted okay. me. And because I didn't have the time to watch it every night, it lasted okay. me like three weeks. Okay. Um, and for a you know, nine-hour, or I guess they're 45 minutes, so it's more like a seven-hour story. Like, I think that's fine, but um, it is weird that now the press cycle moves in a way where it's like when Stranger Things came out. It's like, you better be willing to talk about this within Uh 48 hours. Uh Because you had time to watch this. But you you didn't maybe have time to watch the whole thing. (laughs) Fuck no. Um, So what shows have you binged and what made you take this stand? Is there any show in particular that you were like... I just can't do this right now. Um, well, pers- or, wh- where did this come from? Personally, I just don't have the time. Okay, so we were watching, looking at your movie collection out there, which is very impressive. If anybody gets a chance to see it, they should. But uh, jo- <laughs> thank you, Jocelyn, my uh, my lady, 
Milady. She pointed out and she said, look. <laughs> hashtag Milady. Hashtag Milady. <laughs> she said, look at all these Buffies, you know, like, because she, oh, yeah. you like Buffy? Yeah. Do you notice the Buffy was in a okay. Whedon section on the wall, oh, by the way? Oh, my God. It's um, Buffy, Angel, uh, Firefly, and Dollhouse yes. in a row. She yeah. loves Buffy, and uh, <laughs> so does Adam. I love it. I have a tattoo of Buffy on myself. I'm a, I'm a human body. I do. Where? Right here on my... On my human body? Right here. Is that new? I want to see. It's fairly new. It's, uh, Ooh, have it's you been working Buffy's, out? It's Buffy's slight, scythe from the, the final like two episodes. But uh, Dude, your tries look great, though. Well, that's, thank you, sir. It's, 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 across, <laughs> it's across his uh, right I haven't been, tricep. I have been working out. Tricep. Tricep. Thank yeah. you. Um, that's it right on this sorry. show. On um, this show, he's peak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just, you know, I, I, uh, I don't think people should watch that much stuff. And as a guy who uh, makes content and once uh, relies on an audience... I just don't think that it's a good thing. I don't know. I am I'm, I'm I'm more worried about that than uh, most drugs that people you know do. Or I just there's so and as a as somebody who's reaching an age where a lot of my friends are kind of set in their day jobs and they they spend their off time unhinging from work by watching Netflix mm-hmm, and all these mm-hmm. things. I, I don't know. We're all kind of, everyone in this room kind of similar on that. Mm-hmm. We've all kind of like taken a jump uh, and forsaken the work for money, work for a solid paycheck mm-hmm. with benefits mm-hmm. during the day. Let's call it what it is. Um, it's definitely got benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, double meaning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then going home and, uh, you know, just zoning. Uh, and we've all kind of given that up for a much riskier lifestyle, mm-hmm. which my parents love to remind me about (laughs) it's risky but uh yeah it's risky it's hard um but uh it's not necessarily even hard well i don't know let's i get it i get it like if people if people like they're uh it's it's not it's not that you're you're working your jobs and uh collecting your pay that's paul simon reference there um it's 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 like what you do when you're not working and mm-hmm. i don't know i don't think people it's like the, the good thing about a movie is that it's 2 hours and you got a complete story and you got a you know it's sure like you can write a character of of like a whole shitload of more depth than you can in a movie via a television series i get that but i don't know man i'm i i've seen enough game of thrones i've seen i think i've seen the first season my friend one of my best friends, I love him to death, Carl Gronwall, went to mm-hmm. University of Iowa. Uh, he sat my fat ass down to watch the first uh, season of Game of Thrones. And I was like, I get it. It's fucking great. It looks good. Good acting. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to bet uh, a good money that what I learned about the characters and what I took away uh, and like absorbed to be maybe a more whatever the fuck movies and, and media give you to make you a, a more rounded person, mm-hmm. if they do at all, I'm willing to bet that I understood all of that in the first season as opposed to watching how many episodes? It's like over 60 hours. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a good point. I, I think that a lot of shows do bear, they lay all their thematic cards on the table it's immediately. Like, but sure, the, like the, something the, happens to Jon Snow... Like, I know that, like, things, it's like, but you don't know what happens to character so-and-so on episode blah, 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 and season who gives a fuck. But it doesn't matter. But like, no, I, I know what you're saying, because you're like, I get this idea that the you, you watch for the plot. And one of the shows that I hate with my heart 
is lost. I think it's a terrible fucking show. Waste of time. Uh, it's a waste of time, exactly, yes. because it's stringing you along based on what's going to happen versus uh, what am I getting from this character-wise. I think Game of Thrones a little bit more in the middle on that as a whole, but I don't think it's off the hook for what you're saying. I think what you're saying is totally legit. A lot of these thematic cards of uh, power dynamics and emotional cues are played right away. And it's, it's Which is why Buffy is so good because this it's is a current seven seasons and every single thing on it is tightly wound into a character arc that is an emotional payoff. This this could be like maybe if you if you do a I'm part two if you do a part two in like a year maybe we could set a little challenge for me because I'm just realizing this right now is that Buffy is based on a movie. No, it's not. It's not. No, uh, Joss Whedon's idea for Buffy was basically the first couple seasons of the show. He wrote a script for the movie, and then the producers who bought the script uh, turned it into a chintzy comedy against, and he hates them. Um, oh. But once, yeah, once they got the rights, they turned it into that. So it's not based on that movie. That movie is just a failed attempt at telling the story before he got the ability right. to do it as a show. So 86, my idea there. There you I'm, go. I was going to tell you, like, <laughs> I, I bet I could watch the movie and get everything I needed out of it. No, you cannot. Okay. And I'm All a right. little upset for you for suggesting that. I haven't seen it. go. I've only seen a couple episodes of Buffy, and I've seen a couple episodes of Angel, which I don't know if it's right to compare the two. It's a it's a lesser show. It's more of a scratch that itch sort of thing. Sure. After you've watched Buffy. But I like I grew up with people. He said who fucking I'm, said I'm telling you. I'm telling you, dude. Buffy, you finish that show, you're gonna want more. And this is not just me, but the, it's because everything is so tight. I've watched it with so many friends, and a lot of times my friends will get smart, just like I did when I first watched it. And you're watching an episode, and something will happen. I'll have my friend be like, yeah, but what about this? And then, like, without fail, every single time, a character will say that exact question, and it'll be addressed. It's a show where they knew how they were going to end it ahead of time. That's why it's worth watching, is because because they had an ending in sight, they're not keeping you on board just for the cliffhangers. They're keeping you on board for the full continuation. That's the, that's the it's problem. It's a long movie. That's the big, that's, that's, that's the big okay. problem, is that, like, it's fucking good, I'm sure. It's right? Great. No, it's, it's the best. It's great. It's the best. Uh, Thank you. You heard it right John there. John Valley. Yeah, John Valley just said Buffy. Yeah, from 17. Anyway, uh, Game of Thrones is fucking great. I've, I've, it's, I get it, but it's like, so, so is cocaine, and so is. Uh, but you're dismissing so TV drugs. as a genre now, or no, as, I'm not, not as a, I'm no. sorry, as a medium. No, 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 no. Okay, how? No. How aren't you? Uh, how am I not dismissing? Well, TV because you're comparing genre. Game of Thrones and Buffy for both committing the same sin, but I would argue they're, uh, they're very different, and that just like films, like, some tell the story well and some don't. Fuck. Uh, you might be right. Maybe I'm just I, I don't I don't know. So it's good. So is it's it good. just the is it because like, television's Bu- great and the writers but are great? When Buffy was airing, it was every and and I will say this for Game of Thrones, this too, it, people tend to watch it when it airs, which is weekly. So there's a week in between. Mm-hmm. I think what you're beefing with is more of the Netflix model of. 13 episodes come out at once and everyone watches it in one day. So is there a distinction between TV and film that you have a that you have an opinion on or is it between I think film is better the distribution because, of TV. Uh, not the distribution, it's just that I don't know, dude. This it sucks because I don't I don't want to throw TV under the bus. No, it's it, no one's going to judge you. I want to know what you actually think. I don't want to throw an entire television set under the bus. They're expensive. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to get in trouble for crashing that bus, which it will is happen. likely filled if with If you're using a modern children. television, they're pretty big now. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I just It's like it's maybe my like 
dadism kicking in or something where I would just rather it's like go take a walk in the woods or something or go go play a sport or go hang out like go do something outside with your friends like there's just too much television it's a danger and I think people should should be like very um it's like fucking Videodrome dude like we're moving into some strange real life version of Videodrome where there's just too much of that to tap into and it should be treated like a potentially like a drug and you should pick your stuff like i pick my drug very carefully well see this is why this is why i want to say that i think maybe your your problem here uh maybe allow me this conceit and i, make, and I think and your I'm problem here is between about making the, a web series i'm not going to make the web series now because no of this. do it I'm standing don't, on my don't principles you dare, don't you dare do that um but i think that i, I want to say that i think that your your problem is with distribution models because uh, television released weekly is not all is not doing what you're saying. It's not keeping you from going outside. This television exists, and when we were kids and we were outside, it comes out once a week. You're like, oh shit, it's Tuesday, it's seven. I'm gonna be inside for an hour, and you watch it, and you do that every week. But it's not keeping you all the time. Whereas binging models, yeah, but dude, binging models when you have infinite number of shows with all episodes up, then you can totally just sink into the television and spend all that time. Yes. I honestly think. I, there's way that's more what I'm TV shows what you're out. Saying. There's way more TV shows. It's oversaturation. Out now. It's oversaturation. But back in back in the day, and I don't like feeling like an old man either. But back in the day, definitely you pick your you pick the few that you're into. Exactly. I still do. Well, yeah, I think it's healthy too. But I think most people don't. I think most people are like, "Have you seen this? Have you seen that?" Well, sometimes I'm, I'm people say this. that to me, and I'm like, "Yeah, I watched the first episode, and I thought it was bad, so I didn't keep watching. Why did you keep watching that?" And um, they just then they do. But who cares? They're into what I mean. I'm just, I, I mean, who cares in the sense of they're into what Flash, they're watching, Arrow, you know. Certain... I couldn't get into I watched the else. entirety of Smallville, you guys. That show is kind of a waste of time. Well, but yeah. like when Smallville was yeah. on, yeah, like is. there weren't as many other like alternatives. Right. Well, yeah. it was also when I first moved to It Austin, was like was pretty alone. much the only superhero show. I yeah. just, uh, and it has excuse me, Lois and Clark. Um, like the JTT no, episode. I wish, I wish that there was a dare program yeah. for kids that involved binging and like media intake. And that goes for YouTube as well. Well, which I, think, I am a fucking victim of. I'm like addicted oh, yeah. to YouTube videos. Well, I don't well, you think. Did internet? you guys watch that show, Channel Zero? Mm, is that the one where they like you, you submit a. An episode, and then they decide by voting if you get to like. No, Channel Zero was channel like it was like Sci-Fi Channel trying to adapt some of like the creepy pasta stuff. Uh, I told you about it. Yeah, you but did. But have you? Okay, so like creepy pasta is like this kind of like online urban legend type thing. So the first season that they did was like basically it was about that. It was about media consumption, and so it was about these people come back to like this small town island as adults mm-hmm. and um they start like communicating with one another and they realize like oh yeah we all like claim to watch this like strange show that was on like cable access when we were kids and there were all these like kidnappings that were going on while we were kids and the show was on in the background and now all these kidnappings are happening again and this show is suddenly back on the airwaves and then they realize that like that show's so not real what we is that fabricated what is, that these on? Memories. is that on youtube it's on sci-fi sci-fi uh, I just, I, I think that with, I think what you're talking about is the internet. And I think what's, I'm going to make a leap here. Feel free to disagree with me. Anybody? Leap of faith. Leap, it's not a, it's not a leap <laughs> of faith. Steve Martin. It's a leap of, okay. 
I'm going to say that I think maybe you're talking about the internet and that uh, maybe show modern distribution with releasing an entire season at a time is really just internet taking over TV. Um, so maybe your okay. problem is not with the television model of the show model, but um, with device addiction in general and video addiction and content addiction. Um, because I'm with you there, honestly. It's something I try to watch myself. I'm terrible at it. Like, mm-hmm. we have, like, there's easily seven social media apps you can have in your phone. You know, yes. I, I have yeah. three of them at least, yes. but I've had to delete some because I'm like, why? No, the fu- I like Snapchat. Why am I on Snapchat? Snapchat's funny not, as fuck, dude. It's funny, but I don't have the time for it. I'm an Instagram kind of guy. Instagram's okay? good, but boy. I like to take a picture and commit to it and leave. There's an untapped market there with Snapchat as far as comedy is concerned. Well, uh, yeah, well there true. was with like Vine, too, and they got rid of it. Vine, that. yeah. Vine had some great comedy on it. Will Sasso had a great Vine channel. Yeah, he really? did. Did yeah. you see that like mockumentary that he did? No. About him as like a Vine superstar? No. Why, you guys got to watch Sasso it. Sasso was amazing. awesome on Vine. <laughs> I love Will There you Sasso. go. That's your next YouTube video, John. Will Sasso Vines. Best of. Okay. All right. I would do it. Yeah, it's good. But is that's kind of any- like what that like Channel Zero thing was about, was about like how people used to have these like memories and these shared memories and like they weren't accurate it was like basically they would have, bears right they would have these conversations <laughs> and they would like talk to each other about like you know what, what do they remember yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mandela effect right and so like people like when you were a kid there was probably like some program that real. you would watch and you would talk to other kids about and you have these memories that grew out of like the conversations that you would have yeah but you're not realistically remembering it and like now you can dial in everything yeah, now you can search for everything. Yeah. Everything's preserved forever. It's every it's an archive, you know, of, of your experiences. You can fact check anything. And honestly, I, it's a weird irony that we're entering into an age of quote alternative facts and lies being circulated through alternative press outlets and the president who seems to check them as fact. But in into that era of facts actually becoming more problematic to define because there is more opportunity to verify them. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when there was less opportunity to verify them pre-internet, once a fact was decided by history, it was agreed upon. But now that you can source everything, you'd think that would cement fact more, but it's no. done the opposite, where no. it's provided opportunity to reinterpret data over and over and over again. Uh-huh. Um, now people just don't care. And now, yeah, then you just burnt, everyone's fucking burnt out. Yes. Um, and I love the idea that myth is more important than fact, that the stories we tell are more important. I like that there's a whole point of Inglorious Bastards. That's why I like that movie is like, yeah. and kill Hitler and have a catharsis for people because then that's the story we know. Um, but yeah, it's just, I'm not sure it's totally working out that way. I know we're really short on time right no, now. No, you're good. But th- this is also why we need Cruz in the USA. Yeah. We, we need to Cruz make that USA. the real Ted Cruz story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's let's wrap up here. I want to hear you. Uh, <laughs> good call. J-Rose, is there anything you want to add before we wrap up the program? <laughs> no. All right. I'm feeling pretty good right now. John, say something. Say something. Just no pressure. Say something great that perfectly wraps up everything we've discussed <laughs> and segues into the music for the end of the show. Oh, I think just, you know, take, take pride and uh, be... To take pride in your choice of what you consume and why you consume it, media-wise. I want to add to that, know why you like something and know why you don't. Because I think that's really important, critical thinking, just to have. Like, if yeah. someone says, I hated that movie, why did you hate it? Yeah. What was wrong with it? Or, I loved it. What did you like? What was good about it? Because otherwise you're a sucker. You're just a victim to, yeah, the, exactly. to like marketing. I mean, I don't know. TV, television doesn't exist <clears> for shows. 
<laughs> television <laughs> television doesn't exist for TV shows. It exists for commercials. And, like, it's, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, it's... Uh, just, just be aware of that and don't, don't. Wow, hit. you're right because that's why. I mean, oh god. Let's, Same thing with radio, man. You can't keep going. With Same that, thing man. with radio. It's you're like, right, but it's also it's like commercials. But you it's also not want to, to have get a... you to listen to music. It's to get you to listen to commercials. So yeah, like, take take same... some like okay. responsibility with what's what's going on right now and what is here to stay, which is like this plethora of consumption that's dished out to you on your silver platter iPad or laptop or gold if you got that one if you got the gold one which is super stupid but yeah it looks terrible you made a bad decision yeah <laughs> um john pelly thank you for so much for being here this is a wonderful conversation i hope so it was fun it was, was cool. it was, was fun for me fuck to no do this. you have no reason to be nervous you're a very charming man you're only nervous because the people can't see how handsome you are through the radio uh, <laughs> you've been listening to the hot conversation once see, again we're Presented by Austin Mike Exchange, Overload.com, and Lee DJs. DJs. I am Protexter. I'm your boy DJ J Rope. And that's our show. Uh, Google John Valley. That's John with an H. Valley spelled like it should be spelled. And uh, you'll find it. All right. You guys have a great night. Later. What are we going out on, J-Row? Uh, Camothy the Great. The track's called um, Light Up the Charge. All right. Camothy. Let's do it, man. Let's go. Official DJs. Yeah, I came from pennies. Penny. Now I got plenty. Yeah, whole squad is lit. Yeah, gone off the henny. Yeah, went from hammy down tennis. Tennis and hoes on my socks. Socks, but now I got gold on my teeth. And going on my watch, hey, I got options, socks, hit them keys like I'm pop, pop. Yo, bitch, see she gon' watch, watch. Yo, bitch, see she gon' pop, pop. See it's running, you hot. We'll get in and check, nigga. Vibe boy, flame gang. Fuck you, it's bad, nigga. Blunt hanging from my lip, lip. Sitting back, counting strips. I just waiting on the flip. Got a bad bitch by my hip, yeah. Ass back, shot a dip. Rolling back to the zip. Got the act for the sip. Light up the charge, light up the charge, yeah. Light up the charge, light up the charge, yeah. Light up the charge, light up the charge, yeah. Light up the charge, light up the charge, yeah. Pull up with the click, hey. It's lit, how about like I'm rich, hey. It's lit, take off with your bitch, hey. It's lit, on my lap, been on lift, hey. Who is lit? Walk around this bitch lit up, lit up. Better get your chick still up on my dick. Probably why she never pick up. Click. Hit the blunt and then I lift up. Lift up. Hit the henny in a foul. foul. Crunch time, fuck a sit up. Fuck. Get the bag and I bow. bow. That's that slow, fuck them all. Yeah. That's a hundred niggas on call. Yeah. Always on the go, always running plays. Niggas never on pause. Yeah. Riding around on that Jackson Jack. Living life off the wall. Still the same nigga that was skipping classes that been teachers up in the hall. Yeah. Ooh. Now a nigga just stuntin'. Light up the charge, yeah. 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 Light up the charge.
Light up the charge, pull up with the clip. It's lit, hop out like I'm rich. It's lit, take off with your bitch. It's lit, on my lap, fin on lift. Oh, it's lit. Thank you.